Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Remnants Podcast. As always, I appreciate you guys giving me time and listening to the podcast. I hope that these last few episodes have been a blessing to you in some way or another. I truly, truly appreciate you for tuning in, and I hope that you've had a great week so far and that you continue to have an even better week as the days come. On today's episode, I wanted to discuss something that I used to struggle with for a while, and as usual, I might have touched on the subject before, but um, I just wanted to dive deeper into it, into the topic, and just share some things that I've learned, and um, yeah, just hopefully be able to give you guys some some wisdom and Hopefully it blesses you and you're able to take it and hold on to it and um, just apply it to your own life or, you know, maybe it's something you're already dealing with or something that you're experienced in. So, yeah, without further ado, let's get right into it. So today's topic is going to be centered around imperfection and guilt. So... Something that I struggled with for a long time um, was just feeling guilty um, as a believer, you know, and I, and I know that, that it's something that a lot of people struggle with, um, you know, I personally, my my experience with it has always just been like, okay, I'm a believer in Christ, and I've accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, but I'm still sinning, and I'm still falling short of of righteousness, and I'm still stumbling, I'm still falling into temptation, I'm still lusting, I'm still, you know, struggling with, with cursing and bad habits and, you know, hanging around with the wrong people. All of these things, right? You know, like, and I used to just let that weight sit on my shoulders for so long. Um, and I just couldn't shake it, you know, like, it would just some, be something that followed me, like, pretty much like a rain cloud over my head, you know, it would just be with me everywhere I went, you know, and I, I, I knew that I was saved, you know, and I was like, man, you know, like, why, why do I keep messing up? Why do I keep, you know, letting myself fall into these traps and, and, and getting caught up in these snares? And there's, there's two, there's two reasons or two factors that play into it. And again, as always, everyone, I just want you guys to know that this is just this podcast and everything that I talk about. It's really just my my personal beliefs, my own understanding. Um, you know, I don't come on here um, claiming to have the the universal answers to anything at all. Um, but two factors that played into it for me are an imperfect world and 
sanctification. Okay, so those are the two main things that, that play into it for me. So, this world, as, as, as we know it, it's a fallen world. Um, this world is, is fallen and it's temporary. So, what I've come to, to learn and to understand is that as long as, as I'm here on this earth, And especially, and especially seeing seeing how how things are progressively getting. I mean, I can't beat around the bush. Things are getting worse, you know, um, not just in America but around the world. I can understand, and I can, and and I can, I just know from reading the word and spending time in the word and studying the word. I, I can see what's happening and and what what's what's real. Um what I mean by that is that I just know that this world is is just a dark world. It's a dark place and it's full of sin and there's nothing that that, that I could do to change that. You know this this world is, is it's already preordained and, and destined to be like this. It's this is how it's supposed to be. And, um, you know, I don't I don't I don't mean to sound dark and gloomy, but it's just the truth. Um, you know, this this is not our home. And since this is not my home. I know that, you know, I will never be, how do I say this? I'll never feel at home, you know, so I'll never be, if, think about it like that, you know, if, if you don't feel at home somewhere, right, if you, if you go somewhere and you, you stay there for a while, you know, it, no place really feels like home. Because home is, is is where you're most comfortable, right? You know, if you go visit your your grandmother, and you stay with her, um, you know, for a few months or something, right? You know, you might be like, okay, well, I'm here. You know, this is cool, but it's not my home, and so you're never really at peace a hundred percent. You're not always comfortable, you know. Things feel a little off. Things are different because it's not your home. And that's that's what happens to us as Christians. Um, we're, we're always going to feel uncomfortable here. You know, we'll never be at full peace um, because this, this world is imperfect. And since this world is imperfect, our physical selves will always be imperfect as well. Um, and so I wanted to share some, some, some Bible verses that, that will um, kind of back me up on what I'm, what I'm saying. 
So uh, Ecclesiastes 7, chapter 7, verse 20 says, Indeed, there is not a righteous man on earth who continually does good and who never sins. So that right there is telling you, um, you know, we there's no one on earth. No one on earth is perfect. Because there's no way to be perfect in a in a fallen world. So we have to just really pay attention to this and and really accept this as truth because it's in the word. And once we accept it, we will be able to move along and through the world, through the world, excuse me, um, with less weight on our shoulders. Philippians chapter three, verse 12 says, not that I have already obtained it or have already become perfect, but I press on so that I may lay hold of that for which was also for which also I was laid hold on by Jesus Christ. And that that's that's what we have to do. We just have to press on. You know, we we're not going to we're not going to be perfect. And that that brings me to to sanctification. Sanctification is a process that's lifelong. No one will ever be able to complete sanctification until the day that we meet our Lord and Savior. So we 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 can strive towards perfection and we can we can do our very best to live in righteousness because that's what we should be doing. You know, but we can't just let this, our sin, um, bring us down. Because if we do, you know, it it doesn't make sense. You know, why are we letting the weight of our sins keep us down when in God's eyes, there is no sin within us? God doesn't see our sin. He's already forgotten it because we we have accepted Christ as our Lord and Savior. And so the blood of Jesus Christ has covered our sins. And so what the how how do like it doesn't make sense to do that. To 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 feel sorry and feel guilty about something that that isn't seen by the ultimate judge, you know? That's like um, turning yourself in for a crime and the, and going to the courtroom and saying, judge, you know, I'm guilty of this, this, and this. And the judge is looking at you like you're crazy because they're like, okay, well, where's the evidence? Like, what crime are you talking about? I don't see a crime. And I'm not saying this because, like it's easy. I don't I don't make mean to make it seem like you know like 
Um, it's a mindset that you can change instantly. I still struggle with this because I still struggle with sin. So as long as I struggle with sin, I I feel like, I mean, I, I hopefully one day I'll get to the point where I'm, I never feel guilty. Um, I've definitely gotten way better with dealing with guilt and shame. Um, just because of how much time I've spent in the word and I'm pretty sure I've mentioned, mentioned his books before, but Andrew Womack has so many books, um, that, that speaks about guilt and shame, especially the true nature of God. I I know for a fact that I've probably mentioned it before, but that book is so, um, is so great. And, and, it provided me with such an amazing revelation about my relationship with God and who I am in, in Christ and my identity as a as a child of God. Um, it lifted up so much weight of guilt and shame that I that I carried along. Um, but as I still as I sin, because I'm imperfect and I'm living in this imperfect world, you know, when I sin and I'm aware of it. Um, which is a good thing. You know, if you sin and you're aware of it and it makes you feel a certain way, that's a good thing. You know, if if you didn't feel anything about it, then that just that that would be a sign that you're not that you're not really progressing in your relationship with Christ and you're not really pursuing righteousness if you don't feel a conviction in your heart when you sin. So when you do sin, you know, it's, I'm not going to say that it's okay to feel, it's a, it's a really thin line. Um, it's, it's a, it's a gray area for me personally, and I I don't want to tell you guys how to feel or how to deal with these things, but, um, it's, it's like you, you, you should feel conviction, Right. But that 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 should be where it ends. It shouldn't be something that you carry with you throughout the day. So, like, if you if you do something wrong in the morning, if you sin in the morning, and you and and you know that you did, and you're looking at yourself, you know, look at the sin, face it, repent from it, and lay it at God's feet and move along with your day. Don't drag it around with you. Don't tie it to your ankle. God tells us to tie wisdom around our necks, not sin. God says to write his his scriptures in our heart, not sin. God wants us to keep all the positive things in our mind and, and um for us to strive forward and to look directly ahead. And so if we're thinking about the sins that we've committed, then we're looking back. And we can't move forward if you're looking back. And again, you know, I'm not saying all of this, you know, to 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 come down on anyone or to say that it's easy. It's definitely not easy. Um but you know what makes it easier? is really spending time in the Word. 
And I I would encourage you to, to really, really spend some time in the Word. And and if you can, just read some books on it, man. Like I said, um, you know, Andrew Womack has, has so many great books. The War is Over by Rand, Andrew Womack. Sorry, Andrew Womack has a book titled The War is Over. My goodness, when I tell you that this book set me free even more, you know, and of course, the only one that sets anyone free is Jesus Christ. But, you know, I I really, really believe that Andrew Womack is truly anointed by God. And, and so anything that, like the things that he does, the books that he does, the sermons that he does, you know, he has Bible studies. Um, I believe it's every day almost on YouTube. Um, those are, are, are extremely helpful to me in my relationship with God. Um, but his books, I, I, I have, man, I want to say I have maybe four or five of his books and they've all been a blessing to my life. And so that's all me just seeking wisdom. Um, you know, the, the Bible tells us that wisdom is the principal thing. If nothing else, get wisdom. Because wisdom will bring you to understand. Wisdom brings understanding. And when you understand something, then you're able to to apply it to your life. And when you apply it to your life, your life will just be simpler. I kind of feel like I might be jumping all over the place a little bit here, but it's just because I really want you guys to 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 take this message and and just really really sit on it for a while. And I want you guys to be to be freed from these chains as well. You know, the the devil is a liar and he will he will do anything that he can to keep you shackled and to keep you you know downtrodden and to keep your countenance you know down and and sad he doesn't want to see you finding wisdom especially on this subject he wants you to feel guilty he wants you to feel ashamed because when you feel guilty and you feel ashamed it's like when you get in trouble when you're a kid or when you get in trouble with with the law when you feel guilty you know, you don't want to turn yourself in. You don't want to to face the person that 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 you wronged, or you don't want to admit that you're that you're wrong sometimes. And so the devil will lie to you and tell you, you're right, you shouldn't you you're you're bad and you shouldn't be talking to God. God doesn't want to talk to you. Because look what you just did. God wouldn't God wouldn't want you to do that. And it's true. God doesn't want you to do the the this or commit the sins that you commit. But God knows. God knows that you're not perfect. He doesn't look at you and and as a, as a person in your physical being. Perfection is impossible.
you know, Ephesians 1, 7. So Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7 says, Through the sacrificial death of Christ, you are given forgiveness and salvation as a free gift. You know, sometimes I think that we, as Christians, we we accept the salvation, but we forget the forgiveness. We accept the salvation, but forget the forgiveness. It, they go hand in hand. Because what salvation means you're being saved, right? So, so salvation from what? Saved from what? Sin. We were saved from sin. And so, if we're saved from sin, that means we're not guilty. So we are forgiven. Brothers and sisters, we are forgiven already. And so if we're forgiven, we have to forgive ourselves. Hebrews 8.12 says, For I will be merciful to their unrighteousness, and their sins and their lawless deeds will rem- I will remember no more. Romans 8.1 says, There is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh, but according to the Spirit. It's, it's it's all in the word guys it, it, if you would plant your your yourself in the word if you would just really just just immerse yourself in the word and, and I, you know what I did um There's uh my pastor, two of my pastors from my church, they they have a podcast called Two Dudes in a Canoe. And I encourage you to to check it out as well. It's a great podcast. Um and I think it was on episode 1 they were talking about just just um life rules, so rules that they have for their lives. And one of my pastors had a rule that was that's a, it was uh, basically don't skip breakfast. And it didn't have anything to, anything to do with food. It was more about not skipping a meal with feeding himself with the word of God and, and, and being in the presence of God in the morning. You know, so that's what I started doing. And I started doing it before that, I think. But either way, that's not the point. The point is, is that I started to wake up a little earlier than I was used to and it, it's hard it's it, for me especially I I love sleep <laughs> like I really love to sleep and so you know usually I would set my alarm to wake me up till 
you know, the latest possible time I could get up before I needed to get ready for work. Um, but what I did was I set my alarm, you know, I don't know, I'd say about 30, 45 minutes earlier. And it was a struggle to get used to. And sometimes in the morning, like, I'll still struggle and I'll be like, man, I really, I really want to hit the snooze button. You know, I really just want to lay back down and get this extra 15, 20 minutes of sleep. But I've been really pushing myself to get up in the morning. And what I'll do before I grab my phone, before I do anything else, is I'll let myself wake up a little bit. You know, I'll I'll just wake up. And once I have like all my senses working together... I'll open the Bible. And my church has a has a Bible reading plan. And I, and I think I mentioned this before, but yeah, it's uh it's about um two chapters, different books every day. And so I'll just read those. And what I'll do so the the way I do it um is I'll read through the first chapter completely or maybe halfway. And then once I'm done, I'll stop and then I'll go back and and start it again. And then I'll start jotting down notes about, about the chapter. And then I'll move forward and I'll read the rest of it or I'll read the next chapter. And then once I read it through, I'll go back again, read it chunk by chunk, and write down my notes. That way I know that I'm not just reading it just to read it, you know, because I used to do that too, you know, I used to just be like, okay, let me just read it, because this is me just reading the Bible, you know, I know I need to read the Bible, so let me just read the Bible. No, that's not the point. The point of reading the Bible is to understand the Bible. It's to understand the word. It's not for for, for God's benefit. God knows everything. It's not for anyone's benefit, but for yourself. So once you read the word, especially these, like, you can even Google it. Honestly, that's what I did for this podcast. Um, A lot of this stuff I've already read. But we have so much freedom and access to these things, to these, to the, to the word. And, you know, we could just search it up really quick, you know, like Bible verses that deal with guilt, Bible verses that deal with shame. And it'll come up. You know, uh, like this, Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So you have to understand that all of these things, when it says that all things have become new, you know, um, we're not walking according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. Um, Our transgressions have been removed from us. All of these things are referred, are referring to our spiritual selves, our spiritual, our spiritual selves, our spirits are perfect. 
okay? It's, it's not going to get any better or any worse. It, it is already perfect in us. And so we have to change our mindset from a mortal, mortal viewpoint to an eternal viewpoint. Because our mortal selves are sinful and, and perishing and falling apart and imperfect. And you can't separate your, your physical self from your spiritual self. You can't do that until the day we pass away or the day that Christ comes to, to get it, to bring us home. Whichever situation happens first. So once you get that understanding, once you, you know, th- this podcast, this episode, it's probably not going to, it's probably not going to affect you or make it click the way the word will do it for you. I don't want it to make it click like that. I don't want you to, to, to have a revelation just by this episode. I want to just give you an idea of that revelation, but I want you to go find it for yourself. I want you to gain that knowledge for yourself, and I want you to believe on it because you read it personally, and you spent that time in the Word, and you spent that time praying and asking God for wisdom, and praying and asking God, you know, to 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 shed light on 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 the darkness that's looming around you because of all this guilt and shame, all that comes from sin, a sin that he doesn't even know about anymore. It's forgotten. So if God has forgotten it, what are, what are we doing? Why are we trying to remind him of it? When we do that, we're saying, and this is going to sound harsh, but we're, just, we're telling him that Jesus' sacrifice wasn't enough to cover this sin. Oh, Jesus died 2,000 years ago, but I just sinned today and he didn't cover this one. I know he forgot this sin. Jesus didn't forget no sin. Come on, man. Jesus died for every sin. Jesus knew every single sin that every single person was going to commit. Past, present, future. He had to. Because then if if he didn't, then, then he would have to come back down and do it all again. Over and over and over. And that's not how perfection works. Perfection works by being perfect. God had a perfect plan to send his perfect son to die for our imperfections. Come on, y'all. I need you. I, I, I want you all to be as free as you can be and stop, stop giving your attention and stop giving you, your, your time to the, to the enemy. Right now, the enemy is in. He's he's got his hands on this on this world. Only because God allows it.
don't let your perspective be a perspective that's that's solely based on what you can see. You need to start seeing things through the scope of 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 eternity. Because as a believer, you're you are already entitled to an eternal life of perfection. Okay? I want you guys to really, really understand that. Because I know how hard it is to struggle with guilt and shame. I still feel it sometimes. You know, I still let my mind slip into those cracks of, of, of darkness. And those those cracks of, of just like, you feel yourself just being unworthy of of God's God's mercy and God's grace and the truth is we're not worthy but that's how great our God is God made this this decision long before you and I he made the, the decision to offer us salvation from our sin and guilt and shame long before we were even born. He saw the Israelites and his chosen people struggle over and over again to defeat sin and to overcome sin. He gave them laws. He gave them rules. And he constantly sent sent people to 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 teach them and to prophesy over them judges and kings and and all of these people warnings saying turn away from your wicked ways but we couldn't do it our ancestors couldn't do it so what makes you think that you can do it well I What makes me think that I could do it? I'm not going to be able to do what my ancestors couldn't do. So once I accept that, and once I, I, I apply that knowledge to my life, then I can move forward. And I can keep my focus on what's ahead of me and stop looking in the rearview mirror and looking back at what I did two hours ago, even a day ago, last month. I really, really hope that you guys would just take some time, get into the word. And just see all of the promises and all of the revelation that is in that in, in this word. I promise you, I, I, can, I, I can guarantee that if you do that, if you give time to God and stop giving all this time to the enemy and you spend time in the word and you soak it in and you really study it, You'll be set free from this guilt and this shame. And you'll realize that you are in the process of sanctification. 
continue on that path of righteousness. I'll close this out with a prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for another amazing day. Father God, even though I know this world is fallen, I know there's a better world for me, waiting for me. And I know that you're in there. And I know that you're here with me in this imperfect world. And I know that when you look down on me, you don't see me the way I might see myself sometimes. You don't see someone who's riddled with sin. You see my spirit. When you see me, you see your son, Jesus Christ. Father God, I thank you for, for just your endless, endless mercy and your bountiful grace that you give me freely and that you renew each day. Father, I thank you for your word, that I have access to it, and that each day I just grow to love it more and more and understand it more and more so that I could apply it to my life. Father God, I thank you for my listeners. I thank you for anyone who's listening to this episode or to any of the episodes in this podcast. I thank you for them. They're my brothers. They're my sisters. Father, I hope that through this episode, I hope that you were, I know that you were talking through me. I know that you're using me to be a voice. Father, that none of this, none of these things that I'm seeing are my own. Father, any knowledge that I have, any wisdom that I have has come from you and from your word. Father God, I, I, I hope that you nudge and tug at the hearts of, of all my listeners, that they may draw closer to you through your word and through prayer and worship so that their lives might become a little easier so that their loads may be a little less heavier. Father, I ask that you just continue to bless us. I know that you have a perfect plan. And each day I try to understand more and more. But Father, I have trust and faith in you to complete my process of sanctification in its due time. I pray all these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen, everyone. Thank you for listening once again. As always, if you guys wanted to reach out to me, if you guys have any questions, any comments, concerns, any prayer requests, ideas for the show, anything at all, please feel free to reach out to me at my email address. It's going to be listed in the probably the episode description and then I'll just say it again J Sanchez0889 at AOL.com please feel free to hit me up anytime. I love you guys. I really hope that this uh episode encouraged you in some way. Until next time, take care. God bless.